Choose by the various sounds a Tesla car makes. From its soft start to its super-fast pickup to going in and out of autopilot mode and finally slowing down and braking. For a car so incredibly smart and silent, the noise around its maker is always disproportionately loud. Everything Elon Musk does seems to create drama. And that drama often casts a shadow on the electric automaker's success story. Two deadly car crashes involving Teslas are now under investigation. Tesla shares have slipped, ending the year down 65%, the company's worst year on record. Why is Tesla stock dropping after reporting positive earnings? Tesla's production and deliveries from its factory in China have, well, gone down by 32%. Tesla share is under pressure, as you said, off about 2.7% on news of this executive shakeup. Its CFO, Zach Kirkhorn, stepped down last Friday, August 4th, from his role as CEO. So, next-level electric cars that are touted to function like computers, but are struggling to sell large volumes despite price cuts. An autopilot technology that keeps getting ahead of itself and into accidents and lawsuits. A struggle to expand the China factory that makes most Tesla cars and a geopolitical game which is forcing the American car maker to look at manufacturing and export hubs outside of China. That is the Tesla story in a nutshell. Its quest is now for a high-volume market that is not China. And there's no prizes for guessing which one fits the bill. Tesla has knocked on India's doors before. Prior to COVID, it had set up a marketing unit in the country and had pilot-tested some of its models on Indian roads. It wanted to export cars to India and had asked the government to cut taxes on those imports. The government refused. Tesla stayed away. That is, until June, when Elon Musk met PM Narendra Modi. And then... I'm confident that that Tesla will be in India and will do so as soon as uh, humanly possible. Uh, I'd like to thank the Prime Minister for... uh, his support, and uh, hopefully we'll be able to announce something you know, in the not-too-distant future. Are you looking to invest in India, Elon? Um, yes. <laughs> that one set of comments from Elon Musk has been followed by a flurry of news. Tesla is willing to make electric cars in India. They'll be sold in the domestic market. They'll also be exported overseas. From the company's meetings with the Indian government. A top-level team from electric vehicle major Tesla is in India at a time when the car maker is considering ways to diversify beyond China. To its new office space. Electric vehicle giant Tesla is going to have its first office in India's Pune city. To its plans of a massive factory. A huge giga factory in India with a capacity of 500,000 units a year. Among those units or cars will be, reportedly, Tesla's cheapest car ever, priced at below 20 lakh rupees for the Indian market. That's a lot of buzz. And it's only intensified with the appointment of Tesla's latest Indian CFO, Webhav Taneja, who's also said to be one of the directors in its Indian unit. So in this episode, we'll try to peel back those layers of buzz and chatter around India's most high-profile automobile story right now by asking some basic questions. How important is India for Tesla? Is India, with its sub-2% electric vehicle penetration, minimal charging infrastructure on its roads, weak electrical grids across the country, a very price-sensitive customer, and cutthroat competition indeed a market where Tesla can build volumes? How soon can it build a factory and how soon can it build an ecosystem of parts around it? How soon can it scale it up? How much would it have to invest? 
Can it build a sales network in a market like India without dealerships as it does across the world? And also, at what stage are its discussions really with the Indian government? Has it even presented a concrete investment plan yet? Listen on as we try to separate the facts from the faff. It's the 10th of August, I'm Anirban Chaudhary and this is The Morning Brief. Well, you know, uh, Tesla is very special and uh, you know why Tesla is the poster child of the EV world. I mean, some things Tesla does phenomenal, like the performance. That's Hormuz Sorabji, editor of Autocar India, doing what he does best, review cars, just about any car in the world. Hormuz has been doing it for years and he's one of the foremost Indian voices on the automotive business. Uh, quite amazing. You have nothing but one screen over there, so that's all it is. So you operate everything from one massive touchscreen, which is almost as big as a TV. But uh, having said that, uh, there are a lot of these car bits which are not great. Fit and finish isn't perfect. Quality of materials isn't great either. And uh, the car I drove in India, uh, obviously it was an import. It had such low ground clearance, it was hitting almost every speed breaker. So. A lot of work to be done if and when they come to India. India is the world's third largest automotive market by volumes. For the last half decade or so, there's been a massive push here for electric vehicles. From the government as it races to meet its sustainability targets and from companies that sense the next big business opportunity here. But the industry is still very small. Slightly more than a million EVs were sold in India in 2022. That's about 1.6% of total automotive sales. Of that, just 38,000 were cars, while most of the remaining were two-wheelers. In comparison, 750,000 EV cars were sold last year in the US. That's 19 times of India. The Indian government has tried to push the growth of the EV sector in many ways. It introduced the second phase of the 10,000 crore rupees scheme for faster adoption and manufacturing of hybrid and electrical vehicles, or FAME. It has reserved another 26,000 crore as a productivity-linked incentive scheme for making auto and auto parts in the country. That includes EVs. Now, Tesla is the largest player in the US EV market with a 57% market share. But that's down from a 74% share a year ago. Reason? Tough competition and some of its own glitches. For the last three consecutive quarters, Tesla has been selling fewer cars globally than it produced. For these and many other reasons, India is important for Tesla now. Well, I think just looking at the current geopolitical situation and a China plus one policies which a lot of companies are adopting, you know, India obviously makes a strong case for being the plus one as a market and as a manufacturing hub as well. I think also EV adoption in India has grown faster than people anticipated. So clearly, one can see that there is a demand for EVs. So Lyoro of India had a lot of people coming in here and sinking a lot of money without any return. So I think that is the challenge which a lot of companies face today and Tesla too will face that challenge. Tesla needs another solid export market as well as a volume market. Do you think that explains... The buzz and also, you know, this whole sub-20 lakh car, etc. 
Yeah, well, I think uh, the only way uh, it would make sense for Tesla to, uh, you know, set up a manufacturing base here is with a sub-20 lakh car. But even then, I don't see how much scale the local market would uh, give Tesla because, you know, whatever you say, the uh, it's still EVs are still a very small percentage of the total volume, uh, overall uh, total industry volume. So it's just, let's say, one and a half, two percent, something like that. Uh, and uh, I think uh, clearly uh, very, very small still. When do you think that sub-20 lakh car will be sold in India? I don't think it'll come for the next maybe uh, three to four years. Maybe they are working on a sub-20 lakh car now, but I think the first car could be something like a Model Y or a Model 3 to seed the market and then, you know, bring in the car. So uh, that way, I mean, the first Tesla could be an import or a, or a, or a knockdown uh, product, you know, a CKD where you get lower taxes. That could come very, very fast. I mean, I think it that could be as early as maybe even next year because don't forget, they have been testing their cars here. So it's not that they're starting from zero. They have a baseline from which to kind of, you know, restart everything. But I think the made in India car or made for India car would take some time because that requires a lot of development, a lot of localization. And uh, our supply chain in India is really not developed for EVs. And that itself will take a lot of time. And and frankly, all EV makers hinge on a strong and well-developed supply chain to get the cost efficiencies to make in India. So there are three ways in which a global automotive company produces cars in India. It either gets completely built units or entire cars imported from its factories abroad. Or it gets cars knocked down into small parts at its base plant abroad, imports those parts and assembles them in the India plant. Or it makes cars from ground up by sourcing parts locally. The tax component is obviously highest on the bulkiest import and the Indian government wants Tesla and other global car makers to use the third option, that's producing the entire car locally. Musk asked for a cutdown in taxes on importing fully built cars and was rejected. Now, Tesla has four main models named S3XY. Together, they make the word sexy. Yes, Musk does all this. Prices in the US start at 35 to 40 lakh rupees converted to Indian currency, and with import duties slapped on, the Indian price would be almost double that. How would Tesla play the volume game at such a high price? Yeah, but still, I mean, you know, small numbers we are seeing. I mean, we are seeing now a big clutch of cars in the kind of one crore plus range. I'm talking about EVs. You know, you've got uh, the Mercedes's, uh, EQS, you've got the BMWs, you've got the Audis. Then you've got another very sweet spot, which is between 50 lakhs to one crore where you've got certain Volvos, you've got the Mercedes EQB, uh, you know, you've got the Hyundais, the Kias, they're all over there, you know. So I think uh, there's enough volume for there for Tesla to set up shop and play in that, those price brackets. So is, I think is that the sweet spot that Tesla's first model will be, you think, 50 to 1? Yeah, I think that I don't, I wouldn't call it a sweet spot, but I would say it's kind of uh, the best possible spot given the current structure and the volumes. And, uh, you know, the kind of the first level of investment, I would imagine, before going in for mass volume car, which would uh, be localized in India and require a lot more investment. What kind of investment? If Tesla is planning a full-fledged manufacturing setup in India with localization and vendors uh, and some sort of a retail network, 
hard to say, but I'd say around, uh, you know, at least $500 million is what it would have to put. But yeah, it's, uh, the supply chain would have to be developed. Yeah, so I think uh, a, a lot of money will be have to be sunk in to kind of localize it and get it to the right price point. And uh, to get a lot of localization, you need a lot of volume. So without the scale and volume, you know, localization uh, will not be viable at all. And then the car will be expensive because it'll either be a CKD or some sort of assembly operation, which relies a lot on a high level of import content, which is uh, heavily taxed. I really don't see it panning out so easily. Localization or building a local chain of car parts suppliers. Tesla already sources more than a billion dollar worth of parts from India for the cars it makes at its global plants. But how easy would it be to set up a component supplier network in India? I asked Sanjay Kapoor of the Auto Components Manufacturers Association. A, I don't know anything about what Tesla's plans are because, you know, they're an OEM and I don't want to comment on any OEM, be it Tesla or Ford or, or, or Daimler or Suzuki. However, when it comes to the component industry, we are ready to supply into the electric vehicle industry. We did a survey two years ago of the executive committee of ACMA, which is predominantly all the large tier one suppliers. Or I think it was 60% said they were ready to supply into the electric vehicle industry today. 40% will be a year from now. So if I take that two years ago, I would imagine that 100% of us especially in, the, in that ecosystem, are ready to supply to the EV industry. So I don't see why you know, a manufacturer that is in the electric vehicle space outside of India, if they were to come into India, why we wouldn't be able to supply to them. But EV makers like Tesla are more about software and lesser moving parts in a car than the maker of, say, a petrol or diesel-driven car, or what we call the internal combustion engine or ICE cars. Surely that is a challenge for Indian auto part makers. The increase of software is going to make up for a lot of the less fewer moving parts. And yet when you look at the engine, it's really 30% of the vehicle. But if you look at software, it's 40% of the vehicle. So that replacement of engine will, the opportunity will lie in software. The opportunity will lie in batteries. The opportunity will lie in the ecosystem, the infrastructure. So all that needs to get built out. You know, so yes, the competitive landscape will change and the competitive landscape is changing. I want to add to that that the startup ecosystem is something also that we work very closely with the auto component industry so we can see what technologies we are able to adopt or adapt from, from startups and bring them into the main fold. Sourcing of batteries, however, would be a challenge for a company like Tesla, says Koshik Bhattacharya, Managing Director of Avendus Capital and an expert in the industrial segment, including the automotive and EV space. See, the tricky part is going to be the battery ecosystem because Tesla has a very integrated battery cell manufacturing and pack manufacturing ecosystem in the other parts of the world, especially US. And as you know, India doesn't manufacture any battery cells. So all cells uh, used in EVs in India are imported, right? So they will have to obviously try and optimize their supply chain on the battery side. So so they won't have a challenge in setting up the rest of the ecosystem, but I think they will have to strategize on the battery front um, before they start setting up their manufacturing 
infrastructure in India. Another problem, and this is one on which Kaushik's done some extensive work, is charging infrastructure. Charging infrastructure is actually a little bit of a chicken and egg problem where you need enough cars on the road to sweat out your charging infrastructure. And you need charging infrastructure to sell enough cars without the consumers having to think about range anxiety. So the uptick in the EV sales will actually go hand in hand with the development of the charging infrastructure. EV charging infrastructure typically is measured in terms of the number of public chargers available. So that number for India is about 11,000. And if you compare it with some of the larger, more developed and more EV penetrated geographies, it's actually a minuscule fraction. So just to give you a comparison, in China, that number is 1.8 million. US, that number is close to 150,000. We think that the number of chargers, public chargers that we have in India need to move up from 11,000 to almost a million or slightly higher than that by 2030. Right. So also, uh, Kaushik, wanted to ask you, if you give me an idea of what it takes or how much investment it takes to uh, set up such a charging infrastructure. So the hardware itself can range from about 7 lakhs to 15 lakhs. Uh, that's the cost of a public charger for a four-wheeler. And on top of that, you have some other costs around the civil work and, and the connections. So I would imagine that the cost of setting up charging station would vary from maybe 12 lakhs to 20 lakhs. So Kaushik, would Tesla have a similar kind of investment given its, uh, shall we call its reported India plans? See, Tesla has a very different specification of a charger in the US. These are really super fast chargers designated at 250 kilowatt hours, which are meant to cater to cars with battery capacities much higher than what gets sold in India. So just to give you an example, uh, a Model S will have a 100 kilowatt hour battery uh, versus Nixon, which has two variants, one at 30, one at 40 kilowatt hour. My sense is when Tesla launches a 20 lakh car, as has been made public, it will also want to customize the charging network which is appropriate for cars in, in that price point. My sense is a 100 kilowatt charger or a 150 kilowatt charger is, is good enough for those cars. And in that context, the investment that it would be required to make is not going to be a very large sum. So just to do the math here, let's say a charger costs about 20 lakhs. So if Tesla were to sell about 200,000 cars in, in India, which tantamounts to a 5% sort of a market share of a 4 million unit car market, then the kind of infrastructure that it would need to set up per year is going to be a number close to $50 million, which is not really a very large number in the context of how Tesla operates. So trying to create an infrastructure that suffices for Tesla cars is not going to be a very capital-intensive exercise in the context of, of Tesla. Okay, now from production of cars and setting up an infrastructure around it, we come to sales. 
Tesla is unique in its sales strategy in that it reaches the customer directly. There are no dealerships. Won't that model also be a challenge in a market like India? Here's Hormuzd. Yeah, it would be a challenge, but I think the bigger challenge is, you know, the whole issue of FDI and retail. Now, if Tesla themselves are going to retail the car, there are caps mm. on, you know, uh, retail for, uh, you know, let's say uh, outside foreign companies, uh, which is still not uh, fully allowed. So that would be a, a legal challenge for them to overcome if, unless they have some sort of an Indian subsidiary or a national sales company uh, in India, which has got some kind of uh, local standby over here. But that, that would have to be worked out. And I think that's a challenge even Mercedes-Benz faced when they, you know, did their retail of the future, which is they started invoicing cars directly through the customers rather than through the dealerships. So these are all challenges the company will face, especially since uh, if they retail cars themselves, there might be some regulation hurdle over there. And of course, when it does begin to sell cars, it is bound to be hammered by tough competition here, just like it has been globally. The thing about EVs is that they are very one-dimensional in many ways. Uh, so, you know, to create that differentiation is much harder in terms of the way they drive and feel because they all, frankly, drive in a very similar way. Unlike it's like an IC engine where, you know, diesels have a certain very distinct characteristics, vis-a-vis petrols or turbos and all that. But with EVs, it's a very one-dimensional, homogeneous kind of a feel. So that differentiation is much harder. Yeah, Tesla does have a fight on its hands. Uh, Germans, definitely. We've seen a BMW recently on its CLAR platform, which doubles up for ICE and EV, bring out some outstanding products, especially the new BMW i7, which has just been launched here. That's really like a tech fest on wheels. With, with It does so much. And I think the other ones we can't discount are the Koreans, Kia and Hyundai, especially Hyundai with the Ionic 5, which sure. in my opinion today for its money and everything you get, it's the best EV in the country. Given all this, scaling up to just sell in the domestic market won't be enough. So they have to look at an export market now. Exporting out of India is also not easy. We don't have FTAs with a lot of countries still, Europe being one. Uh, so I, I don't think it's that easy to kind of, you know, expect uh, exports to just happen once you, uh, you know, set up a production base here. Now, India has FTAs or free trade agreements with ASEAN countries like Nepal, Pakistan, Sri Lanka, Burma and Afghanistan. It has trade relations with Africa and Latin American countries, which is where automakers in India export their vehicles to. For instance, India is Hyundai's biggest export hub after its headquarters in South Korea. But the catch is that these cars and bikes are cheap. No company selling core models at the price Tesla will initially have to sell has made India into an export hub. In order to cut manufacturing costs, scale up, price competitively and export vehicles, Tesla will need tremendous support from the government. The Musk-Modi meeting in June grabbed a lot of eyeballs and made headlines. But how far have talks progressed after that? I asked Tuesh Mishra, my colleague at ET who has his BDIs on every infrastructure project in the country as well as the government bodies that regulate them. There have been discussions between Tesla executives and the different arms of the government. Specifically, the Ministry of Heavy Industry, which is the patent ministry of the auto industry in India. That ministry is yet to receive a firm proposal from Tesla. But 
other government ministries, such as the Commerce Ministry, it has it has arms that look into foreign investments into the country. Officials over there have been in discussions with Tesla. One of the suggestions that have been given is to follow an approach which is being adopted by Apple, that uh, you have local partners for your component suppliers, and that will help you localize, make the vehicles in India, and uh, in the longer run also allow for better margins to the company while creating jobs in India. Tesla also has to decide what it wants from the government and what it's willing to settle for. Lower import duties still aren't coming. The government has said that there are many other companies importing cars to India and Tesla will pay the government what they pay if it wants to set up shop. So, no new incentives yet. What about the existing ones? The discussions between government officials, especially the Ministry of Heavy Industry officials and Tesla officials, has been on existing shops that are there for automobile manufacturing in India. This includes the FAME scheme, which is a subsidy scheme for electric vehicles that are sold in the country, and a performance-linked incentive or PLI scheme, which is for auto components. Both these schemes are run by the Ministry of Heavy Industries. As far as discussions between the government officers and the Tesla executives are concerned, it was it it was understood that the window for participating in the PLI scheme that has already closed for auto component manufacturers and uh, the workers that Tesla plans to sell in India are already above the threshold which is permitted under the FAME scheme. So the FAME scheme has a threshold of fifteen lakh rupee per unit for four wheelers, and uh, Tesla vehicles will not fall in that category. So. The existing SOPs which are being offered by the government of India might not be of any help to Tesla. Tesla's future in India is still in the realm of the probable. There's a lot to gain from the market, of course. Volumes, great engineering, cost efficiencies, and of course, lots of support from an EV enthusiast government. That is, if Tesla, like everyone else, sticks with the everyone in the world should make in India story. There's a lot to lose too. Logistics could go completely awry, as could sales strategy. Indians accept and reject things with equal vigor. So, Tesla cars, now much hyped, could go either way when actually on the road. And of course, the company could lose favor with the government if it sticks to its demand of preferential incentives. Also, India won't be ready for many years for Tesla's self-driven cars. But given the lawsuits it's facing on them, that's probably not such a bad thing. Then there's Musk's other businesses. Even if Tesla lays the foundation stone of an India factory before the elections next year, it'll make the government happy enough to make the landing of his satellite business, Starlink, into India super smooth. And then there's Musk himself, of course. Musk is noise. Musk is drama. Musk is fights. Indians love all this. What Musk has been doing with Twitter hasn't gone down too well with us. Tesla may just be his chance to patch up. That's it for today. You were listening to this episode on The Morning Brief. It was produced by Sumit Pandey and sound designed by the newest member of the TMB family, Amrit Rijji. Executive producers, Arijit Barman, Anupriya Nair and myself. Do like, share and subscribe if you had fun listening to this episode. The Morning Brief drops every Tuesday, Thursday and Friday on a listening platform of your choice. Keep listening and have a good rest of the week. 
All clips used in this episode belong to their respective owners. Credits are mentioned in the description.